Good morning and welcome to In the Word Network. I am Pastor Gail Bobino, founder of Raku Christian Center Global Church, Remnants of the Kingdom United Christian Center Global Church. This is the day that the Lord has made it, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, we just thank you for life, health, and strength this morning. Thank you for ushering us into a new year, Father God. Hallelujah. Allowing us to see a new year that wasn't even promised, Father God. But we thank you for your grace and your mercy this morning, Father God. Open the eyes and the ears of the listeners, Father God cause them to hear, cause them to receive the word that will go forth this morning. Amen. Cause them, Father God, because we can't hear from the flesh because we need the anointing to show us, Father God. Hallelujah. Cause us, cause them to hear and see what you are saying to them, Lord Jesus. Now, Lord, I thank you, Lord Jesus. Speak to me. Let your Holy Spirit Teach me as I teach others. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is Wednesday, January 12th. I usually don't do a show. uh, I usually don't do a show on uh, Wednesdays. It's usually Sunday mornings and and, um, and and, and, uh, Monday morning manner, uh, manner. Amen. So today is special. Wednesday, January 12th. This is a special uh, edition of what I am teaching this morning. And we will, uh, I just want to let everyone know, um, we are going to be going live on video soon. So we're preparing for that in this new year. We're uh, We will be opening up the church back in Florida. I will be making my way back to Florida in March. Amen. I am still in California, but I will be making my way back home in uh, in March. And uh, keep me in your prayers, transitioning back after COVID. And but we're still careful of COVID. We know God is able; He will take care of His people. But people of God, please use wisdom. Use wisdom when it comes to caring for yourself. Amen. Do not be irresponsible. The COVID is real. Amen. Yes, we do trust God to take care of us. Amen. But we have to do our due diligence in taking care of ourselves. He said, the word says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask for it. Amen. Amen. Ask for wisdom and discernment. We must take care of ourselves, wear our masks when we're supposed to, especially those who have not gotten a shot. Wear your mask. If you got children, Make sure they have their masks on. Please be careful. But with that being said, there are so many things, events, and everything coming up. But we'll talk about that on another segment. Or either I'll just go ahead and do a short announcement later on uh, in the week or next week. But today I'm doing the special edition. And the special edition is on anxiety And I see it so much in young men and women today and in Christians and in those who say they know the Lord. Amen. Go through a lot of anxiety to the point of where they're going to the doctor. These are Christians. And I I want to talk about anxiety because anxiety does not come 
from God. Amen. It does not come from God. God already made his promises. And in first Peter, first Peter says this. First Peter actually is an adaptation of Psalms 55, 22. And I'm going to go and read that too. But first Peter five, seven, everyone should know this. It says, casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. Now, casting all your cares, of course, I just said it's an adaptation of Psalm 55, 22. Let me read that. Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. In other words, cast your care on the Lord and he will what? He will take care of you. He will never, he will never, he will never, or he will not permit the righteous to be shaken. He will never permit the godly to slip or fall or to be hurt or to be moved or to be shaken. Amen. So, so the, so he said, cast, cast. That means lay it all on God. Lay it on me. Cast all your cares. Anxiety implies distrust in God's word. Amen. He already said, if you cast all of your cares, it's like a formula. So if I cast my cares on him, if I cast everything on him, he he said, cast all my cares, cast all your cares on him for he careth for you. Knowing that God cares for you, but he also said that he will what? He will sustain you. Cast all your cares on the Lord and he will take care of you. So what do I have to worry about? The first point is, Cast all your cares. That means give your burdens, your problems, your unanswered questions to the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will take care of you. He's telling you he will take care of you. And he said that he will not permit the godly to slip and fall, to be shaken, to be moved. Cast your cares on me and you will not, and I will not allow you to be moved. I will not allow you to be hurt. I will not allow you to be shaken. I will not allow you to be in fear. Anxiety does not come from God. Is there good anxiety or, and, or is there, uh, is there good anxiety or is there bad anxiety? We can ask ourselves that. There's some anxiety that are not bad anxiety. Amen. Amen. Look at first Samuel, Hannah. Hannah was, uh, was in distress because she was unable to conceive children and she was being taunted by Peninnah, her husband's other wife. Her distress is caused by unfulfilled desires and harassment of an arrival. Amen. Look at Esther. The Jewish people were anxious because the royal decree allowed them to be massacred. But Queen and Queen Esther, she was anxious because she was planning to risk her life on behalf of her people. Fear of death and the unknown is a key element of anxiety. Not all anxiety is sinful. First Corinthians seven thirty two said, I want you to be free from anxieties. The unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord. 
how to please the Lord. Amen? How to please the Lord. And, and so, he says, Paul states that an unmarried man is what? Anxious about pleasing the Lord, while a married man is anxious about pleasing his wife. So in this case, anxiety isn't sinful, isn't a sinful fear, but a deep, proper concern. A deep, proper concern. And we see that a lot of people worry and they concern about the future, the things, uh, uh, um, you know, what lies ahead in the future. But God do not want you to worry about such things. Amen. God do not want you to worry about such thing. We got to understand that. Say to the Lord, Lord, this don't belong to me. It belongs to you. It's not my care. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave these cares uh, on you, oh God. You have to say that if you don't get to a place in your life where you can say, Lord, I'm going I'm to lay it all on you. You said cast it. On you, I'm going to cast all my cares and I'm not going to worry about it. So that means I'm saying this, that your confidence cannot be misplaced. Why am I saying that? Because God is not forgetful of the us. He remembers us. He knows what we're going through, what we're going through, what you're facing, anxiety. The um, God sees and he knows everything. He said he will not allow you to be moved, shaken, uh, fall or stumble. God's word is true. And every young Christian, young men and women, every young Christian, so much anxiety. You you have seen with so much anxiety, but they don't have a tool that they can go to or use. They forget God. Open up the word of God. Everything you need in your daily life is in the word of God. And I say this constantly all of the time. If you are not a disciplined Christian and you rarely, you don't even open up your Bible. You know some scriptures, you don't open up your Bible. You run into the smokehouse to get rid of your anxiety that is not going to get rid of your anxiety. That is a spirit. You see so many Christians now, they're going to the smokehouse, using marijuana to get rid of their anxiety, using pills to get rid of their anxiety. It's all fruitless. It's all fruitless. Amen? It's all fruitless. You're trusting in your, yourself instead of trusting in God, trusting in yourself, casting all your cares, cast your burdens on the Lord and he shall sustain. He shall never allow you to suffer the, the righteous to suffer. That's what the word says. Amen. And look what it says in Matthew 6, 25. 625 says that, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink about drink or about your body. What you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. And he also going to say, let's read verse 26. He said, look at the birds of the air. Do they not sow or reap or store away barns? 
and yet your heavenly Father feeds them? Are you not much more valuable than they? I'm going to keep reading. Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? Consider how the lilies of the field grow. Consider how the lilies of the fields grow. They do not labor or spin. Amen. They do not labor or spin. So while you sitting here worrying about the the things of the world, amen, you worrying about the things of the world, we are to commit our whole cause to the Lord. If we suffer if we suffer heavy trials, if we lose our friends, health, our property, if we have uh artists, our responsibilities, duties to perform, if we feel that we have no strength and are in danger of being crushed by what is laid upon us about the things of the world, whatever that is laid upon us, we can go and cast all our cares upon the Lord. You young people, it is the word of young Christians. You must, you must stay in the word of God. Allow the Holy Spirit to teach you. Knowing God is not enough. Knowing that there is a God. Let me say it that way. Knowing there is a God is not enough. You need to know who God is and what God can do for you. Amen. That is, we may look to him for grace and strength and feel reassured Amen. That he will enable us to sustain all that is laid upon us. Amen. The relief in the case will be as real and as full of consolation. God will bring consolation as if he has took our burden and bored himself. This is the whole uh uh message in this verse, cast all your cares. That means he will enable us to bear with ease what we, uh, we could never do on our own. And the burden which he lays upon us will be what light because Matthew 1130 says for my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. And before that, in verse 20, that's Matthew eleven thirty. But look what verse 29 said, take my yoke upon you and learn, learn of me. For I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy. My yoke, my burden, my burden, my yoke is comfortable and my burden is light. Amen. My yoke is easy. He's telling you in his word, and my burden is light. In other words, my burden is good, helpful, kind, profitable. Amen. The burden of Jesus Christ was the commandment that most characterized his teaching. Amen. The new commandment that men should love one another, that those who obey that command will find all. He will find all that bound them, that keep them chained down to be light and easy. Amen. Amen. He says, so he's telling you in his word, this is why we have to study the word of God. Anxiety is not a spirit, is a spirit, but is not from God. 
Amen. Amen. So he lays, any burden lays upon us will be light. Amen. Look at Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Let's go here. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be apparent to all. The Lord is near. And look at verse 6, Philippians 4 and 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. It said it will guard your heart. It will protect you from all hurt, harm, or danger. Amen. It will protect you. Amen. Let your, let me go back. Let me go back. Okay, let's go back. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to men. This is a repetition that Jesus uh, command us. That take no thought. Remember the word says take no thought. That's in Matthew 6, 25 and uh, 30, uh, verse 34. So, the prohibition of that painful anxiety, which is inevitable in all, all of us. We all feel anxiety. We feel, we feel anxiety. And sometimes we, you know, we get to a place where we feel them. We feel it, you know, when we're alone, you know, and try to be self-dependent. This what brings on a lot of anxiety because you got a lot of pride. There's a lot of uh, men and women with a lot of pride, self-dependence. In the in the midst of the their difficult um, and the dangers of life, they want to depend on themselves and not allowing God to do it. They make excuses for why they don't study their word. They because they don't understand that everything they need is in the word of God. Everything to help them overcome anxiety is in the word of God. He said by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto who? God. Amen. Be known unto God. Earlier, I think I said man, but I meant God. Amen. But make your request made known unto God. You cannot do things on your own. Self-dependence just causes more issues. Christian cannot be self-dependent. God takes care of his people. You can't be self-dependent. In the midst of difficulty or in the midst of danger. And you can sink below your anxiety. In your, you can sink low. Let me say this. You can sink below your anxiety in mere levity or thoughtlessness. Because you think you can do it on your own. You cannot do it on your own. It is possible to above uh, to rise above it by casting our cares. Amen. Casting our cares on him for he cared for us and knowing, amen, that we are simply fellow workers with him. First Peter 5 and 7, I read that earlier. Cast all your anxiety on him 
for he cares for you. Second Corinthians six and one as God's co-workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. Amen. And here the apostle was speaking, uh, um, speaking of the truthfulness of prayer, prayer and supplication by prayer is meant worship. Uh, it means to worship because this state of imperfection prayer must be a, uh, its leading element as praise will be in the perfection of the future. Look at Acts 2, 4, 242 it said they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and the fellowship to the breaking of bread and to what prayer amen prayer with prayer and supplications amen and so where the prayers are among the essential marks of the ch of church membership amen subjoined the distinction between two elements of worship supplication with thanksgiving the very expression shows that though distinct they are inseparable amen why look at ephesians 6:18 and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this mind with this in mind be alert and always keep on praying for all the lord's people pray in the spirit that's the point right there. Pray in the spirit. We don't pray pray in the flesh because it's non-effective. Amen. We pray in the spirit. Amen. When you pray in the spirit. Amen. Both words, prayer and supplication. Worship. Amen. Worship of the church. Prayer and supplication. Amen. Let's get back to, let's get back to, we're talking about how God can make our burdens light. Okay, now look at, for he careth for you. He's for, he cared for you. Matthew 10, 29 through 31. He says this, are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. Verse 29, verse 30. But the very hairs of your head are numbered. Fear ye not, therefore ye are more value than many sparrows. So that means what is being said here, God is not, he's not like the, the gods that are worshiped by, by so many, uh, pagans. And today we see that they worship all types of statues and all these things. Amen. There, God is not like that. He is not like God's worship by pagans who was so supposed to be so exalted and so distant that they didn't uh that they didn't interest themselves in human affairs and you see this same behavior today but he he condescends to the regards 
the needs of the meanest of his creatures. Amen. Listen carefully. It is one of the glorious attribute attributes of the true God. And he can and he will notice the needs of the mean as and the means as well as the mighty. One of the riches of all consolations when we are what? Afflicted and despised by the world is the thought that we are not forgotten by our heavenly father. No matter what we're going through, but those who worship pagan God, they, pagan God statues, they're not even thought of because those things, those, those things are not capable of feelings. Amen. But our father, the greatest con- consoler in the universe, amen, affliction, despised, hated, whatever it is. But our Heavenly Father, God, our Father, He does not forget us. Amen. He sees everything. He knows everything. Amen. And He told, as I read earlier, He said, He who remembers the fallen sparrow and he who hears the young ravens when they cry will not be unmindful of us. Yet the Lord thinks on me, thinks of me was the consolation of David. When David felt that he was poor and needy, in, in uh, Psalms forty seventeen, he said, but as for me, I am poor and needy. May the Lord think of me. You, you are my help and my deliverer. You are my God. Do not delay. Do not delay. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Psalms 27, 10. Amen. We have to get to a place in God where we know if we cast our cares on us, he will send comfort. He will sustain us. He will take care of us. We have to get in a place to where we don't have to worry about nothing. I'm going to cast all my cares on the Lord and I'm going on about my business. Amen. I'm going to cast my cares. Amen. On the Lord, my anxiety. And that me also that starts care, anxiety. Amen. That means flowing from humbling ourselves under God's hand. You have to humble yourself because it is not when you going through, you can't be proud. You can't be self-dependent. You have to trust completely. You have to flow from humbling yourselves under God's hand. You have to humble. And it's advantage flowing from humbling ourselves under God's hand. First Peter. Amen. Cast. Casting all your cares. First Peter five, six. And so casting yourself and it means humbling ourselves under God's hand is that means being confident, reliance on his goodness. And when we rely on his goodness, we are exempt from cares, 
from care, and that goes along with humble submission to God. Once we humble ourselves, amen, get rid of pride, get rid of self-reliance, amen, get rid of those things. Care, when, care me, cast all your anxiety, cast all your care, that goes along with humble submission to God, caring for you, respecting you, amen. Care is a burden which faith cast off the man on to the Lord. Amen. Psalms 22 and 10. And we read Psalm 55, 22, to which Peter alludes. Amen. Careth. Amen. Anxiety, casting, casting, trusting God, young men and women of God. I'm encouraging you this morning. I'm encouraging you this morning. Get rid of your cares. Cast them all on the Lord this morning. Amen. Amen. Cast them all on the Lord. When the Lord was saving his people, going to rescue his people, Psalm 94, 19 said, when anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. And I believe that was David. The psalmist said that. Amen. And Proverbs 12, 25 said, an anxious heart weighs a man down, but kind words cheers him up. Amen. So casting all, amen, even when you have an outward concern of life for food, raiment from them and raiment from them, amen, and you try to, even the cares of life, the woes, things you might be going through. It could be boyfriend. It could be things that you're worried about, future things, things in the now. Cast those things upon the Lord. Amen. Cast your burden upon the Lord. He will sustain you. All the affairs of life. Amen. The care of the body. Cast everything, everything, and everything uh, that uh, concerning the saints should not be anxiously thought, uh, should not be anxiously thoughtful, but depend upon, totally depend upon God. Amen. Totally dependent upon the Lord. Amen. God sees everything, he hears everything, he knows everything before it happened. In it, he see it all, hear it all before it even happened. God knows what you have need of. He knows. 1 Corinthians 7, 32 said, I want you to be free from anxiety. Let me go there real quick. 1 Corinthians 732. But I would have you without carefulness. He is, let's see, how to please the Lord. Yeah, he, but I would not have you without carefulness. He that is unmarried cared for the things that belong to the Lord, how he may please the Lord. So he wants you to be free from anxiety. So that anxiety of how 
the 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 uh, unmarried anxiety. His anxiety is for the things that belong to the Lord. Amen. His anxiety are things that belong to the Lord. We will always, we will always have. Amen. Now, First Corinthians. Let's let's read that again. But let's read the uh, in the English Standard Version. It says, "I want you to be free from anxieties." The unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord, how to please the Lord. And the Word is saying that Paul is saying that he wanted them to be free from anxieties. And so this is an expression from 1 Corinthians 7, 28. But if you, if you do marry, you have not sinned. And if a virgin marries, she has not sinned. But those who marry will face many troubles in life. And I want to spare you this. And I want to spare you this. So he was saying, I will spare you the trouble. I also wish you to have, uh, wish you to have, uh, be free from anxious care. So he was advising him, the apostle was advising him, and he returns to the subject immediately, immediately and shows here what he has been saying bears upon it. He's been saying this all along. So the element of anxious care must be born in mind, in considering, amen, in considering desirable, you may desire to be married or otherwise in marriage. You say you have a lot of cares, a lot of anxiety when you be, when you married, you're caring for the things you care on for your wife, but a single person anxieties is about pleasing God, but a married couple anxiety is where the man is trying to please his wife. Amen. Where he wants to please his wife. So he was just giving them, um, he was giving them a warning. The unmarried care for the things of the Lord that he may please the Lord, but the married man cared for the things of the world, how he may please his wife and, and is divided in his interest. In other words, he's distracted. Also, the wife it, that is unmarried, widowed, or divorced, and unmarried virgin, the maid who is free from contract of marriage, cares for the things of the Lord, that she may be holy both in body and spirit, but she that is married cares for the things of the world, but she may please her husband. So the whole force of the passage is that the married person, in the fulfillment of the obligation to to each other and additional interest concerns for which the unmarried are free. So, so their concern is not the things of God when you're married. Amen. So the person that's not married, the woman and the man that's not married, they anxiety, their anxiety is a good anxiety because their anxiety is on how they can please the Lord. Amen. Amen. So an apostle Paul, apostle Paul wrote these words, warning himself expressly condemns those who, who apply them 
as involving general moral obligation and not as suited merely temporary requirements. First Timothy four and one says the spirit clearly says that in a latter time, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits, the things that are taught by demons. First Corinthians let's ver- verse three, they forbid people to marry and order them to abstain from certain foods, which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth to know the truth. So Paul was saying he at this time, a strong personal inclination for a celibate life, but still he could enjoy and show um, preference for the companionship of those who were evidently otherwise like-minded like, like uh, Aquila and Priscilla, his wife at Corinth. Acts eighteen three and because he was a tent maker, and they, and they were he, as they were he stayed and worked with them. Verse two. So let's go. Verse two said, said there he found a Jew named Aquila, a native Pontus, who had recently come from Italy, and his wife Priscilla, because Claudius has ordered all the Jews to leave Rome. Paul went to visit them, and he stayed and worked with them because they were tent makers by trade, as he was. They were tent makers by trade. Amen. So we can. So the circumstances uh, arises in individual cases. Amen. To which the principle enforced by the apostle would apply. A man might feel it is his duty to devote to his uh, his life to some missionary. Or, or evangelism, amen, in which marriage, if he was marriage, will interfere with that, amen. It will stall his movements or impede his usefulness. But when a single person serve God, they can serve God freely. They can travel. They can evangelize freely. They can do what they've called to do. But here Paul was bringing a warning. If you can't abstain, uh, abstain uh, from, from sexual sin, then he said it's better to marry. But if not, if you, to be single is to please God. That's, this is what Paul was saying. To be single is and to please God. And that's what Paul wanted to do is please God. So, with that being said, casting all your cares on the Lord. Amen. And we must use, we must humble, because the word says in verse 6 of First Peter 5 and 6, humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand so that in due time he may exalt you. Cast all your cares on him for he care for you. Be sober-minded and alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour to devour. So when we're under attack, when you're going through uh, the cares of life, that's all, everything that we go through, that's care. Casting all your cares. Those are the cares of life. Cast them on the Lord. He's telling you how to do it. He's telling you to do it. Cast your cares on him. Stop trying to carry them, those burdens yourself. He said, well, if you do that, I'll sustain you. You can't be moved. I'll take care of you if you cast your cares on me. I'll bring you through your circumstances if you cast your cares upon me.
Amen. If you cast your cares upon me, I'll take care of you. God don't want his people to be discouraged. He don't want you to look down. And if you're a single person, focus on God. If you're single, you're a single Christian, focus on God. But if you desire, you may desire to get married and want to get married. Once you desire to get married, if you're a woman, you want to please your, you're going to please your husband before you please God. Usually that's, that's what Paul was saying. Or if you're a man, you're going to please your wife. Amen. Then you're going to look to the world, the things of the world to please your wife. That's the scripture. That's what I just read. Casting all your cares upon him. Amen. Amen. Now there are married, you can be married and still please God. But most of the time, the focus is always on the family more than it is God. But when a single person desires to please God, that's what they're going to do. They're faithful in it. They become faithful in it. True Christians, they, uh, single Christians, they become faithful in it. But my whole point is today, the anxiety, casting your anxiety, walk in humility, in humility respecting God, amen, knowing that he will do. Humble yourself and cast all your anxiety, your pride, amen. Pride is the root of most of our anxiety. As I said earlier, pride, self-reliance, amen. I can do it all. I can do it myself. I don't need no help, amen. That is the root, the root Pride is the root of most of our anxiety. To human, to human pride, it is humiliating to cast everything upon another person and be cared for or upon another. Amen. Pride will cause a person to fall. Self-reliance will cause a person to fall. James 4 and 6 said, but he gives us more grace. That is why scripture says God opposes the proud but shows favor. To the humble, but shows favor to the humble. And verse 7 says, Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. Resist the devil, and he will flee. You cannot be proud. You cannot be proud. Amen. Sometimes you have to cast that burden upon someone. Amen. And God is telling you to cast it on him. They don't want to be cared for by nobody. They can do it all and they feel humiliated or embarrassing, embarrassed. God, and that's pride. That's pride. You have to get out of pride. God said, cast your care. That means every single thing. Throwing your whole life within his care, throwing your whole life, your whole life with his cares upon him, all of your cares, the Greek words, all of your cares, the whole of your cares, amen, not every anxiety as it comes or arises But for none will arise if this transference, if you transfer, amen, listen, transfer, 
cast, transfer has been effectually made. Transfer all your cares upon the Lord. Amen. Take no thought. Matthew 6, 25, we read that earlier. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life that you will eat what you will eat or drink about your body, what you will wear. If not life, is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Amen. So take no thought. Rightly, anxiety, he careth, meaning the watchful care of interest and affection. Humble yourself, cast all your anxiety. We don't want pride to be the root of our anxiety, amen? We want to go to God in prayer. We want to seek and do our due diligence and seeking God in Prayer, in prayer and in supplication, make your request, make your request known unto God. Amen. Anxiety is nothing but a distracting anxiety, distraction, casting all your cares for he care for you. It is a distraction. Amen. You have to allow your anxiety to be swallowed up in trusting God, trusting in our loving Father. Let Him take care of you. Amen. Let Him take care of you. Let Him nourish you. And in warning, uh, He warns about anxiety that we may find, you know, uh, an echo. Amen. Of the precepts against taking no thought, as I just read, about what you're going to eat or drink. Amen. Pray. Young men and women, it's time for you to commit yourself to the word of God so you won't go through this torture so you want to go won't go through anxiety so you don't have to go to the smokehouse to feel better amen so you won't have to complain so you won't have to sit alone at night and cry so you won't have to be taken to the hospital because your anxiety is severe that is a spirit you cannot fight it alone Humble yourself. Get rid of that pride. Amen. Submit your ways. Commit your ways unto the Lord. We don't want to have that distrust of God. God's care. Amen. Because anxiety it implies just that. Anxiety implies you cannot, you don't trust God to bring you out of your circumstances. You don't trust God to see you through your hardship, your hard times, the cares of this world. Amen. You are distrusting God when your anxiety is built up like that. You have so much anxiety, you don't trust God, but you trust men. You trust uh, marijuana to see you through your anxiety. Amen. Cast all your cares upon the Lord. Amen. And I 
implore you this morning, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. You must seek God. Anxiety is not a pretty thing, but God will help you overcome. To walk in anxiety is a spirit. You must trust God because to say I'm, I have anxiety, that means that I'm not trusting God for anything. There is a great distrust there. Get in your word. Apply the scriptures to your circumstances because everything that you need, and I said no matter where I am, I said when I'm preaching, I said when I'm teaching, anxiety, anxiety, everything we need is in the word of God. The word help us overcome fear, the issues of life. Whatever it is that you're going through, you have to cast all your cares on the Lord. Allow the Lord to protect you. Allow the Lord to see you through. Amen. Allow him to see you through your circumstances. Amen. Do not be anxious. Cast all your cares Cast your anxieties on the Lord because he cares for you. Amen. Amen. I can do all things through Christ that strengthen me. But you need the word of God and you need the Holy Spirit in your life. You need the Holy Spirit to teach you while you read the word, while you study the Holy Spirit to encourage you through the word of God. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining us, joining me this morning. I just, it was, my spirit was quickened this morning to teach on anxiety because anxiety we know is not from God. Amen. But we do have God where we can lay it all on him, cast it, throw it on him, cast. Amen. Put it on him in the name of Jesus. The condition is if you cast all your cares on him, the outcome is he will sustain you. He will take care of you. Amen. It's just like you miss it, mixing a formula together. You know, if you put red Kool-Aid in the water, in clear water, it's going to be red. It's mixed together. Amen. So if you cast your cares on him, he got them all. And, but he's going to care for you at the same time. After you cast your cares, then he's going to bring joy, love, and peace into your life. It's a formula. It's a mixture. It's th- something that you got to do. Once you, I wouldn't say a mixture, but once you take one thing and get rid of it, and what God does, he'll come in. He said, I'm going to sustain you. I'm going to take care of you. And is it is? Let me say, yeah, it could. It's a mixer because he said, "I'm going to sustain you. I, I'm not going to let you fall. I'm not going to let you fail. You won't be moved. I'm gonna make a way for you to able to deal with that problem." So he said, "I'm going to sustain you. Make sure you don't fall or fail." Amen. So cast your cares. Remove remove all humility and self reliance. And cast your cares on the Lord so he can sustain you. Amen. Thank you so much for 
uh, stopping by to listen to this this morning. And um, I just want to speak a little bit on this. No matter what you're facing in life today, cast all your cares on him. Throughout the week, I pray that God would just sustain you and allow so you can uh, be able to walk through your situation, walk through your circumstances. Don't worry about the future, what lies ahead. God already knows what lies ahead. Follow him. Amen. And he, he will sustain you. You will not be moved. Amen. He would protect the righteous. He will look after his people. And if you are not already studying, your, if you don't study on a daily basis, ask the Lord to help you to discipline yourself to study his word. Amen. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you study his word. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for a day that wasn't promised to us, Lord Jesus. And we thank you for the listeners, those who came to hear your word, Father God. And I'm praying that this will bless somebody this morning. It was a quick, quick message, uh, Lord Jesus. But I pray this morning that someone will uh, uh, learn from this, Father God, that your Holy Spirit will cause them to hear, cause them to receive it and, and understand Father God, that you're the only source of happiness, Father God. There's none like you in all this world, that you're the source. You're the deliverer from all problems, Father God. If we cast our cares, our problems on you, Father God, be it rent, be in job, be in a new car, whatever it is, cast it all upon the Lord. And he will help you. He will sustain you. He will take care of you. He will bless you. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you this morning. And Lord, we thank you for what you're going to do throughout the rest of the week and what you're already done and what you're going to continue to do. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. God bless you and enjoy the rest of your week. Have a, a victorious week. And if you need, uh, you can contact me at uh, Rotku, R-O-T-K-U-C-C, Global church at gmail.com. Uh, we will have a church. We're getting our church number this week and I will put that on here. So you'll be able to con contact me. And if you need prayer, anything you need, but you can contact me by email right now. Amen. And, um, uh, contact me by email and we're setting up. It's so much. We have a lot of new things that are going on with the church, um, where we're going to use, we, um, if you want to, um, just send an offering, just send an offering to the church. That's fine. You can do it through cash app because we're setting up a, our actual church account through cash app, uh, where we'll have, uh, checks and, and, uh, and actual account with them. And, um, it's easier, it's quick. If people want to donate and we're almost done with the new website, the website has totally changed. You may see the old website, uh, but the website has changed, and we're almost done designing it. And I just thank God for what he's getting ready to do in this season uh, at Rocco Christian Center Global. The school in Kampala is getting ready to take off. The school in Orlando will take off in the fall. And so I'm excited about it. And if you want to be a part of the ministry, please email me. Email me so you so I can give you all the information of what's going on, when the church will be back open, and we're looking at April. Amen. We're looking at April. I transition back 
uh, to Florida in, uh, in March, you know, when I came out here doing COVID, COVID and the Lord was, is sending me back. I got to go back. You know, um, I've been here with family and, um, some of us are transitioning. I'm transitioning back to Florida and another family member is transitioning on the East coast too. So we have a lot to do for the Lord. We do not have time. The word of God says, I think it was Paul said, I must work while it's day. Amen. We must work while it's day. Because when night falls, no man can work. And we have to do the will of the Lord. So I'm praying, keep in prayer, Rockwood Christian Center. We're, uh, we also have a church uh, established in Kampala, Uganda. Amen. Our second church is in Kampala, Uganda. We're praying uh, for Kenya right now and Sierra, uh, Sierra Leone. Okay, we're praying that we will establish Rockwood Christian Center, uh, another church, two churches in two different uh, countries. Amen. But we must hear from the Lord. We're waiting uh, to uh, present things before the Lord, present our prayers before the Lord. Amen. But I'm running out of time and I will go and explain all of that and the things that are that is to come with Rockwood Christian Center, the events that's coming up. Amen. God bless you and have a victorious day.